As I traveled across the United States in August, I heard countless stories of parents stating their kids are moving back home. The key complaint? It's too expensive to live out there right now. We're going to unpack this and share ways to maximize the benefits while you're back at home. Stay tuned. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, I'm Craig Ansell, and welcome back to another episode of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'll be your host as we explore episode 176, Moving Back Home, How to Make the Most of It. In the intro, I mentioned that I traveled across the United States recently and back in August, and I heard countless stories of parents stating their kids are moving back home. But there was a key complaint behind it all, and it was this. It's too expensive to live out there right now. We're going to unpack this and share ways to maximize the benefits while you're living at home or your children are. So, let's focus in. First, yes, there's a money aspect, but there's also a dedication aspect, a dedication to working that we're going to talk about. To start off with, I know some people that are working at least three and even four jobs to make ends meet. COVID certainly affected us, especially for those jobs where group events were held, masses of people would it be normally be in attendance. It affected things like theme parks, hotels, the hospitality industry, countless others. Meaning, you may be one of those fortunate ones to have the two- or four-year degree, but not immediately being able to capitalize on it would affect you. You'd lose the benefits of having that college degree because you couldn't apply it. When I was in college, I was blessed to live at home with my awesome father, Gene, and I did this while I completed my university education. When I was in my senior year in college in Orlando, I was fortunate to land a part-time job in my technology field working in electrical engineering company. I prepared well, interviewed well, and earned the job. You know, those are things that I preach on to this day, preparing well, interviewing well, and having your right to be offered that job. The great thing at the time, it was part-time, so that job offered me work hours during the weekday, but that small company was also closed on weekends, so my personal time was protected. But the pay wasn't too bad either. It was decent at the time, $12 an hour. Now, mind you, I'm not sharing this dollar amount to brag or to boast. The key point to focus on here is the dollar amount, though. This was a couple decades ago that I was offered that pay scale and, by the way, accepted it. But yet today, in 2023, we have jobs still offering $12 an hour. We're going to dive into this in detail 
this financial journey in detail, but don't worry. I'll go along with you for the walk and we'll get through this together. This discussion is going to be about inflation. Over many decades, inflation has averaged 3.25%. Last year, in 2022, there was a bit of an outlier, and it was 8% plus. All that is what we're talking about that can make it difficult to work and have money to live. So let's do some quick math to check and validate out the numbers and show the impacts. I had a prior show that I talked briefly about the rule of 72, you may recall. With this rule, it's a guideline to help you quickly calculate how, how long in years your money will double or how long it will take for your money to double, assuming you're talking about investment and an interest rate. Today, we're going to use it a little bit differently, though, and the math still applies. The idea is simple. It's to divide 72 by whatever interest rate or, in our case, inflation rate that you have. Using the 3.25% average inflation, Ignoring last year's staggering 8% plus, just for the simple calculation purpose, we're going to do 72 divided by 3.25%. Without getting out your calculators, I can tell you I've done that, and it averages just a little bit over 22 years. So for estimation purposes, we will say the cost of goods and services doubles approximately every 20 years. So for my example, back in my college days, when I was making $12 an hour, I had to work one hour to earn $12. Mind you, that's before taxes. So in one hour, I had $12 of buying power at that time. If I wanted to buy a $12 item, it was simple. I had to work one hour. That one hour represented my investment of my time and talent to earn enough money to buy that $12 item or service. Here's the big problem. I mentioned earlier, and you've likely seen this as well, billboards, posters, people spinning signs saying, now hiring. But at what rates? What pay rates? Well, I've seen up to $15 an hour or maybe up to $17 an hour. There was a little note or parentheses, a potential premium for night shifts. So you understand some companies are willing to attract you to pay more for night shifts. It seems maybe not many people want to work nights or it's a little bit less desirable than the day shift. But understanding this, neither the $15 or $17 rate is guaranteed. Those were up to amounts. Those were the maximums. You'll likely get offered a lower amount and either have to work your way up or negotiate this during the interview. And talking about negotiations, that's something I talked about a little bit in episode 174. It was called Interview Tips to Get the Job. You might want to go back and listen to 174 after today's show. So are you seeing where I'm going with this math? Well over 20 years ago, I was paid $12 an hour, and today we still have jobs offering similar pay scales. Basically, every approximate 20 years, your and my buying power goes down by 50%. Or, saying it differently, the price of goods and services doubles every 20 years. Closing my story, that $12 item that I bought during my college days is now easily priced at $24 or greater. Meaning, if I worked an approximate 12-hour job today, Excuse me. If I worked an approximately $12 an hour job today, I would need to work twice as many hours before taxes to purchase that same good or service. This helps explain a large reason why so many people are struggling financially today.
If you're someone that wants to work, pushes yourself to work, but yet still feel disappointed, it is totally understandable. When pay doesn't go up and prices do, it makes it difficult to survive. Here's where we can start sharing some tips on today's show to help you build a strong recovery plan. If you or someone you know has children that have come back home from the work environment and they're living at home temporarily, here's some things that you can do to build a strong recovery plan. Minimize your costs while living at home. Work as much as you can to build up savings. And then, here's the big one. Perform a self-check, or an audit, if you will, of your skills. Where else could you work? If you're not in your dream job today, maybe switching jobs could bring in more cash. In fact, I had another episode, 167, Your Skills Can Pay the Bills. I talk about taking a deep dive into your background, your experience range, to see not only by job title what have you done, but what skills, what capabilities have you built up and that are inherent to you that you could offer to other companies. So looking back, you could check out those two prior episodes, the last one being 167, Your Skills Can Pay the Bills, and then the other episode I mentioned, which was... 174, interview tips to get you the job so that you can be more prepared for an interview to see if you can get paid what you're worth. Assuming you're moving back home or have moved back home and you're interested in taking up some of those tips that I provided today, the next thing I'd recommend you do is dust off your resume. If you don't have one, that's no problem either because creating one also is an interesting way to do some self-research and to find out who you are, what you are, and what you have to offer this new world of ours today. But don't forget with your resume, your resume should be value-based. Yes, resumes are about you and I. That's actually the number one mistake I say that people say, my resume is all about me. It is to a degree. Your name's on it. My name's on my resume, but other than that, we're not talking about task or title-based descriptions on your resume. That's what most people do, and I think that's a significant mistake. It undermines you and your efforts when applying for jobs. What should rather be on there is value-based content, and that's what I recommend you go back and dust off your resume and see how you can modify it to show value from the prior jobs that you've held the current job you have? Where do you shine? Where do you succeed at? Where have you been commented about positively? Have you had any performance reviews that have really recognized you in a special way? You've won an award, top salesman, top team lead, best at uh, recovering lost customers, best at customer support. Turn these things into metrics, turn these things into numbers that you can put on your resume to show value. Also, Boost your interview skills so when the time comes, you can interview strongly and negotiate higher pay. Speaking of both those topics, I have a resume masterclass that's online that you take at your own pace. Once you've purchased it, it stays with you for life. So if you need to build your first resume, the masterclass has got you covered. If in a few years you need to upgrade it because you're interested in a promotion, You can go back to the Resume Masterclass, and it will walk you through step-by-step how to do that. Then down the road, if you happen to change your interests, want to apply for different jobs, completely um, different, a complete departure from where your resume is now, 
Or, God forbid, we have a problem and one of our sectors shuts down, such as in manufacturing, you know, automotive, whatever it may be, and that we have a departure from where you worked, and you need to do a complete 180, a switcheroo on your resume and change your career. The resume master course that I have, master class that I have, can also walk you through redesigning your resume for career changes. With that said, your resume should then be ready to rock and roll, highlighting your value to future employers. The next thing you'll want to do is boost your interviewing skills. For that, I have interviewing excellence coaching that I provide. I typically do it one-on-one so we can work together virtually, or I have done it in group settings. The biggest thing about interviewing excellence, you need to make sure you know... You need to make sure you know when the interview starts and when it's over, so you have formal guidance and formal direction with regards to your interview. The next thing is, there are things that you should say, you should offer up, and things that you should resist saying, resist volunteering. You can absolutely overshare. So with that said, I'd be honored if you'd be interested in taking a look at my resume masterclass. You can go to craigancel.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com. Take a look at our courses as well as online coaching appointments. The Interviewing Excellence course is a great way to go, as I mentioned. I have a high-performance growth course as well to work with you on. I can also support you working on your resume one-on-one. If internet courses and digital classes online are not your style and you feel you need a little human touch, a little human interaction, I am happy to do so. I've done this with a number of people and gotten really stellar results. Someone in the last month actually went into their job after working there two years and had really strong reviews in their job and at their company. And then Monday, out of nowhere, they were told they were no longer needed. They were going a different direction with their job position. That was obviously a complete surprise to that employee. But in less than a week, we had a completely rewritten resume showing all the value that this lady brought to her job sector, the financial industry. And Within a few days of submitting her resume, she in fact had multiple offers to interview at banks. She was very pleased and went from a feeling of potential panic, fear, and uncertainty to a, to a level of confidence. She then had the opportunity to choose which job that she would accept, which offer she would accept, and confidently negotiate her pay because she knew she had multiple offers. These are the types of things I'm talking about when you prepare your interview, excuse me, when you prepare your resume properly to show value and you prepare your interview skills. So think about those things the next time that you're preparing for those. Finally, if you have a job but you're unhappy, disappointed, maybe feel kind of stuck, one of my other courses that I offer for coaching is to unpack your challenges. It's called discovery coaching. We'll break down and see where you are today, what's troubling you, and create an effective path with small bite-sized pieces that you can digest to move forward so you have a clear action plan. The old joke, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And that's what we do at Career Growth Made Easy and with Craig Ansell Coaching. We give you action-based steps to move forward in your life, whether you're looking for your first job or you're working to improve upon your career, whether you're looking to broaden or deepen your skill set, we can support you. No matter what you do, whether you choose to work with yours truly, you look at my online digital course, or you seek guidance elsewhere, 
while you or you have family living at home, go ahead and follow those three key steps that I outlined. Minimize your costs while living at home. Work as much as you can to build up savings. And then the key thing there, once you're ready to move out and you have those savings built up, make sure you do that self-check, that audit of your skills. Once you know what you're capable of offering, make sure you have it down on your resume and you're able to speak to that during an interview. And when I say speak to that, I mean with confidence. One of the tricks, or rather one of the tips that I use with my interviewing excellence is tell people to make sure you look at a mirror and even record yourself with your cell phone or a camcorder. You'll be able to see how you look during a potential interview. It's not as easy as it sounds. Yep, I listen to that podcast, I'm ready to go. When you're in a room full of people and you're being interviewed, it can be stressful, it can cause anxiety, uncertainty, even fear and nervousness. That's why practicing is key. It's critical to your success. I hope you've enjoyed today's show, which was number 176, Moving Back Home, How to Make the Most of It. I've shared a little bit about financial calculation that you can do to understand inflation better, but also you can use it if you're talking about money and savings rates to see how quickly your money can double by dividing the interest rate into that number 72. And then finally, we briefly talked about a few points that you can use at home while you're living at home looking for your next steps to move out and into your next job or jobs, maybe a potential career path change, recognizing the talents and skills that you have, but have somehow been buried away by job titles and job descriptions. I am Craig Ansell, your career growth coach, signing off with the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Please visit craigansell.com, check out our coaching as well as our online resume masterclass, and if you ever need, I have a cover letter masterclass as well. God bless you. We'll talk next week.